Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of this podcast. We've got two people here today, just me and and my good old long time, long term buddy Gun here. Gun, how are you doing today? Doing all right. How are you, Oni? I'm man, I can I be honest, man. I'm doing the best I've ever been. I've today's been a great day. I'm a little sleepy, but that's it. Amazing. <laughs> Yeah. You so to get back on to what you were asking, I for the quest two I have I have like five games. I have like five games. Um one is like I think one is cooking simulator and another one is it's like a it's like a little shooting game. Um it's like one where you can like literally kill yourself in the game. I don't know which I forgot what it's called. Um I have to go back to it, and then like VR chat, I guess. But I hardly ever hop on that, really. Oh, okay. Last yeah. time. Do you have a? Do you have one? No, uh, I don't. But I okay. went up to uh, a cottage with some friends one time, and someone brought an Oculus, and I played the shit out of um, uh, Beat Saber. Yeah, Beat Saber. Oh hell yeah, dude! Beat Saber is fun as fuck. Yeah. I I'm I'm looking to play Beat Saber, but. I got the chance to, um, like, years ago, I think. It was really fucking fun. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, I've, I've known, I, first off, starting this podcast, I want to fucking clear some things, because I went back and listened to the third episode, and I fucking realized that I've made some absolutely fucking horrendous mistakes. I said Bloodborne didn't have any DLC. Uh, I just want to clear the. I just want to clear the air. I know it does have DLC in my mind. I thought I said Sekiro. Okay, so if anybody's watching this later on in like fifty years or some shit like that, and they say, "What the fuck? Bloodborne had DLC?" Actually, I didn't mean it. Bloodborne had DLC. Yeah, actually, Bloodborne <laughs> did have DLC. No, I I knew that. I knew that, and I said, I don't know why the fuck I, Bloodborne came out of my mouth. I literally called myself a dumbass. I was like, "Why the fuck did I?" Obviously, Bloodborne has DLC, so I met Sekiro. Um, I, I said a lot of weird shit that episode. I think I was, like, literally drunk or something. It was right after I woke up, so I don't think... So, me being half asleep and doing a podcast probably isn't the best idea. I don't think uh, Sekiro is going to get any more... Well, any DLC, really. That is so sad, man. I really I really would have loved Sekiro to get, get some, for, for sure. Because it does deserve it. It's weird that it didn't get any because it was great i forget did you finish sekiro i did i got all the story the all the endings oh okay so you know like one of the endings is like uh like a sequel hook yeah yeah exactly it's like <laughs> why well wow. i'm sure they'll make another one but like dlc would be cool for the i don't know i don't know they added like the little blood stains and stuff like that and then boss rush was this I I can't wait to go back and play that. Well, I mean, maybe not DLCs. Maybe they'll just keep patching the game, but give it more stuff. Um, Hopefully. But I think uh, I think that they're busy working on like Elden Ring right now. Yeah. Okay. Have you gotten the chance to play? Oh yeah, I've been playing this thing the entire time. Like uh, all the yeah. time. Oh wait. Oh no, nah, no! Me and you have me and you have gotten the chance to talk about Elden Ring outside of the podcast. Huh? No, it's um, 
Dude, it's an amazing game. If you actually really want to dive deep into it, it's so fucking fun. Oh, I could talk about that for, like, a while. But uh, back to just, like, development of, like, DLC and stuff. I, I'm pretty sure FromSoft is still busy yeah. just, like, patching Elden Ring. And there's rumors oh, yeah. that they are currently in development for Armored Core 6. Yeah, I think you. I think you mentioned something about that um, last episode. Yeah. Armor Core Six. It was like that mech, that mech game. Yeah. Which does look cool. Um, it'd be nice if they, if they kind of did steer away from, like just like the whole Dark Souls sort of thing. But like a lot of that stuff is implemented into their other games because I think that definitely. I think that definitely what. Is what separates from software from a lot of other developers, like because they make good games, they really do. Hmm. It's uh, yeah, they're definitely developers. Uh, like one of the bigger name developers these days that I feel like really cares about. Um, I guess the was it art direction of their game, like oh yeah, the art direction and like how people feel about playing their game. Like, I know it's being brought up by, like, millions of other videos already, but, like, FromSoft does not care if you, like, play their game and don't find everything that's in the game. Yeah. No, for sure. And, but it's crazy that they put so much in there, you know, especially in Elden Ring, and they could give a shit less whether or not you explore. Like, you could run... Dude, I think the story is literally, like... You can beat the story in like four hours or something like that. Like it's not that long. Oh, I mean, someone speed ran the game in like half an hour. Oh, dude, yeah, no, it's under like twenty minutes now. <laughs> it's actually absurd. But um, yeah, that's like with the use of like glitches and shit like that. You know what I mean? They, it, you know, it could be done though. That I, I don't know, but you know, all the bosses that you thought you had to go through for the story, a lot of them are yeah, actually optional. Optional, yeah, exactly. I was like, what the fuck no godwick is actually an optional boss did you know that yeah there's actually not, some not, secret path you not godwick take. um not godwick uh uh Mar margit yeah yeah you, you there's actually a secret path you can take that just completely bypasses him yeah it's like what the fuck I didn't, I didn't even know that it's like how the hell do people find these secrets in these games or like that 50 that door that takes like 50 hits to fucking break it's like what in the world <laughs> Like, what in the world are you doing to find these secrets, dude? It doesn't make any sense. To be fair, and that now, like, might be a bug. Yeah, I think it's I think it's literally just, like, the developers, it was, like, they were time crunching, and they're like, okay, we have this fucking thing. Let's just make its HP go up, like, way high. So I think it's, like, I think it is a bug. I, I, I can agree with you there. But also, is it a bug? We don't know. We don't know for sure. I think it's like, a bug. I saw this post on Twitter, and I fucking, I, I know, I know, I know, it's Twitter. But I saw this post, and I said, like, uh, it said something along the lines of, okay, we can all, we all need to line up, find a wall, and start just hitting it as many times as we can to see if it's, like, a, a hidden path or anything like that. And I was like, you know what? That could, it very well could be, man. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem not intentional. You know what I mean? I think it's a bug because that particular wall that everyone's talking about is like right behind an NPC. And I thought, oh, maybe it's so that I can kill this NPC because like otherwise you're in like the safe zone and you're not allowed to attack. 
but behind the wall okay. you are. Uh, yeah. And I just <laughs> I tried killing the NPC and it won't let me. Huh. Okay, yeah, that is weird then. I don't know. Yeah, I have no fucking clue. You can't even get through the volcano. I think it's Volcano Manor, it right? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't even get through there with that. Um, uh, no, you you can like behind the wall is a area where you're allowed to attack, and right in front of the wall uh, is an NPC, and yeah. I just tried doing like a long range attack through the wall to hit the NPC. Doesn't work. Just phases right through them. All right. Well, that fucking sucks. <laughs> Oh damn! Okay, I I figured it was something cool. All right, well, wh whatever. Anyway, if you guys don't know what we were talking about, I guess I could probably find the original video and and link it in the description of the podcast, just so there's not like, I know this is an audio platform. We're talking about visual stuff is really really weird. So, um, yeah. Uh, also, I wanted to I just wanted to say this. I think, you know, I've learned a lot. Like in the like the two weeks we forgot to do the podcast, by the way. So I've learned a lot of audio stuff. So I'm gonna try and put that to play here when it comes to editing the podcast, just so there's like it's better quality. Oh, nice for everybody. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I listened the second episode. I, I'm kind of thinking of getting rid of, but I don't, I don't think. I don't know. I I want I want everyone to be on board with it and okay with it because we we put in work. For it you know we also we stayed up like it took an hour of our day to do it so i feel like it'd be mean otherwise all right getting on to better things more cool things more fun things elden ring i had to say probably the best game of all time not no nah, i'm just kidding one of the best games i've ever fucking played though seriously it's like number one for me just above um just above sekiro <laughs> sekiro was really fun uh, no, above above Bloodborne, fucking Christ, above Bloodborne. I, I I really enjoyed it, and this isn't like a Dark Souls podcast, but like it's so it's like all anybody's talking about nowadays. You know what I mean? It's like everyone is playing Elden Ring. It's the new ridiculous. hotness. Yeah, and I I I kind of like the only thing about Elden Ring now is that there are so many people like it, it's reached so many people who didn't even know games like. Dark Souls existed, right? Um, and this is their first time ever playing a Souls game. And I'm seeing so many people, like... I'm seeing so many weird Souls fans, like, gatekeeping the fucking community. It's, like, really weird, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you guys, you guys have no idea what it's like being a Souls fan. You normies. And I'm just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Let people play their game. It's, it's just weird and awkward. I mean, every fan base will have you know those people they're always oh yeah absolutely it's just kind of yeah. a fact of life you just kind of have to ignore them really yeah no i it it totally is and it's it's really fucking sad because like the it, it kind of deters people they, they like they see how people react and like obviously you know the internet I, i've always said is like an echo chamber so those people the gatekeepers are, are gonna get so many more people backing them up than had they just done it in real life you know what i mean and that just that's just gonna make people see what the community is like and kind of deter them from playing the games ever again it's really sad i hate it maybe that is just me though i don't know i think um, i feel like it's a natural development of anything that just gets big enough really 
Oh yeah, for sure. No, it definitely it is. But I, I think with like the internet and and such, it like it becomes so much more prevalent, you know, and like kind of hard not to notice. Like if if somebody came up to me and he was like, "Oh, what kind of build do you use? Dexterity, intelligence? Dude, you're a fucking pussy. It's all about strength." It's like, come on, man. Really, I don't. I don't give a fuck how you play your game. I, I'm playing my game for the sake of playing my game. But once you're on the internet, it's like you see so many of these fucking posts, and like you po- don't even fucking post a tweet on Twitter about it. It's like, yeah, I use int. I use, I use uh, in dexterity for my fucking character. You know, don't do that. Otherwise, you're 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 dead. You're a fucking goner. So many people are gonna get on your ass. It's ridiculous. No, people will get on your ass for using things like Moonbale. Or mimic tier, or you know, like Veil. use the tools that you're given in the game. Honestly, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, why are you stopping me from literally putting something that they implemented into the game? Especially the people who like from software, by the way, is very, very fucking smart. Can I just say that they're very smart with the way they implemented uh, summons into the game? But like, why the fuck are you judging people? who who use summons like literally for most people this is their very first souls game excuse them for using a little bit of help you know what i mean it's like it's kind of stupid it's just it's so silly i i hate gatekeeping i hate gatekeeping so much uh there's also i i don't know if you saw this but on twitter um i think it's ubisoft developers were complaining about elden ring oh success. yeah i saw that did you know that did you say? Man, i kind of feel it sorry is... for them <laughs> why do you feel sorry can i uh, can I get your um? Well, because everyone knows about that happening, and right now everyone is kind of dogpiling on them. And I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna defend their take. That was a shit take. But yeah, for sure. Damn man, that kind of sucks. <laughs> it is. It is also. I. I don't. It wasn't the company itself. It's more so like a developer from the company no. that was saying that, like you know, tell that to the guys. Mob. I fixed to them. Yeah, the I mob. fixed. Oh yeah, no, I'm you're I could totally agree that Ubisoft games have become very formulaic, very shit even, I I'd say. Um uh, but I don't think it's I don't necessarily think it's right to bombard somebody, but it is it is a, the shittiest take anybody could have ever made on Twitter. It's like, come on, dude. From so, like this game is literally at peak uh, like what, five hundred thousand concurrent players on Steam or something like that? Something ridiculous, and that's just on Steam. Um, and like, it's still reaching new heights. And you're, and you, for some reason, something went through your mind to say something as weird as, "Guys, I fixed the the UX," or yeah, I think it's like user. It's like I forgot what it, the the term for it is, but I fixed the UX, and it's like a bunch of weird shit. Like why? Why, dude? Why are you hating on another game for succeeding? Like, learn from it, even. Just do something. I really do hope Elden Ring becomes, like, a, a kind of, like, um, blueprint, you know, for, like, other game developers. They're like, okay. Oh, yeah. We see how, we see how successful this game was. Open world. Dude, and by the way, the open world is just so... I could talk about Elden Ring for, for literal hours, but... The open world is, is the best open world I've I've ever experienced in a game, I think. One of the best, excuse me. One of the best. Oh yeah. I can't uh, uh, uh I can't wait for all the shitty copycat Elton Ring games uh, to come out. 
that it is going to miss the point. Yeah, yeah, no, it is completely going to go every over everyone's head. But I think that from software really, really, I was dude when they said it was open world. I was really worried for this game, like genuinely really worried because I was scared it was going to be like every formulaic open world game. You know what I mean? Like it was gonna going to be. I mean, from with some from software elements, but like it was going to be like based on Ubisoft sort of nah. fundamentals. Like there's a camp, you know, and you have to beat every single camp in the game. Nah, no, nah. I, I like had full like, confidence. I listen, man. I I was just worried because games on games in like 2020, 2021, literally, I I can't remember what great games came out that year i i, I like i guess <sighs> i had full absolute confidence that it would not be like that but what i was scared of that it was just going to be uh the exact same game dark souls but big and yeah. it turns out honestly that's not that bad big dark souls not that bad and um it's exposing a lot of people to that dark souls formula and mm -hmm. honestly the dark souls formula is bringing something to like the like the gaming environment right now that kind of no one else really does yeah i agree it's kind of no one else really it's weird that nobody else does it because every single from software game that's come out well not from software but like dark souls maybe not dark souls no, but like Souls sort of game, like Sekiro, Dark Souls Three, uh, Elden Ring, possibly. I think Elden Ring is honestly the competitor too. Like, it's gonna be very hard to beat Elden Ring this year. I could say that for a fact. It's definitely gonna be very hard to beat Elden Ring this year for Game of the Year. No, like, um, like you know how earlier you said, oh, there's like a secret path that you can take to avoid that first yeah. boss completely. Oh yeah, and holy mm -hmm. shit, I found out about that. That was so cool. Uh, like, tell me one other game that is like like that, that just kind of has that, doesn't tell you about it, and then when you find out, holy shit, that's amazing. Yeah, exactly. It's literally like the thing about Elden Ring is the game doesn't fucking hold the game doesn't hold your hand at all. It's like it, it hops you into this amazing expansive world and it's like okay, go, do what you want. Every single time. Like actually have an adventure. For yeah, real. have fun, dude. Like you could you could go to the most OP part of the game, you know, level 1. Get like one of the best weapons ever and just shred through everyone early game. It's ridiculous. It's it's or not weapon, but maybe like ability or something like that. You're, like you could get mimic tier from from one of the the late game areas like at at your level now. It's just kind of silly. Or they they nerfed mimic tier by the way. They did. Yeah, I know they did. <laughs> I know they did. Uh, this playthrough though, I'm I'm level like 300. So damn, <laughs> dude, I played so much fucking. Oh, yeah, I played so much Elden Ring, bro. Um. But it's like, I I just go through every single play. My first playthrough was with summons. Uh, my second one was without, and so was my third. So I'm trying to I'm trying to do different builds every time I go. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, much how I'm yeah. going to be going about it. Just like making new characters, doing new builds each time I go through it. Uh, I am currently yeah. playing a basically like a pure strength uh, type of build. Okay. Okay. Pure strength. That is a hard build to go through the game with, man. Like a really, really hard build. Like I feel like all, for some bosses, you kind of want like 
some magic you know what i mean like something to kind of distance yourself from them because they're like a lot of bosses have aoe um you know what i mean well like uh not really no you can you can go through the whole game just carrying a big stick and that's enough um i mean if you really want ranged uh i got some i got some fire pots <laughs> okay that's pretty good use your consumables hey, okay. did yeah, you know yeah, fire pots scale b on strength seriously fire pots scale with strength yeah did you not look at <laughs> your consumables crazy. did you not know they no, actually dude, have dude scaling? i didn't use i dude to be honest can i be real with you i didn't use a single fucking consumable through my playthrough yeah. <laughs> i didn't use a single one yeah no and uh, dude i i i know elden ring is is such a great such a f a great game and it's gonna take up literally almost every single minute of this podcast right now it's just it's it's hard not to talk about Elden Ring, dude. There's so much. I, dude, if you haven't played Elden Ring yet, please go try the. Please <laughs> go get this game, man. It is literally like, first of all, from software deserves the fucking support. Please don't pirate it. Like, I like I would recommend. Well, okay, let me not say that, but <laughs> like, if you chose, if you chose to pirate games, you know that's up to you. But Elden Ring, I feel like, is just one of those games that it, it, there's so much effort put into it. The art direction is amazing. Like art over graphics, I believe, is like top priority. And if you get both, it's like holy shit. Does that make sense to you? It makes sense. Yeah, it's like if your art in the game is amazing, it's like fuck yeah. I would prefer that over over graphics. Because right? a PS one game, if it had cool like artistic like landscapes and, and, and things like that, it still looked pretty cool to me. I don't know. I don't know. That that's just me. Um, but like the art direction in the game is amazing. The voice acting, the fucking, the dude, the bosses are great. If you haven't played this game, please, please buy it and support from software. They are, they gave all of their employees a raise by like $500. Did you know that? Because of Elden Ring success. That's pretty cool. They gave, yeah, they gave everyone a raise. I thought that was really interesting. Hey, good, good on from software. Um, great game. I, I, I definitely recommend it. Um, it has the Oni seal of approval. I don't know how much that means, but it, it, it means a lot to me. It's a great game. Amazing game. Please try it. Amazing. Speaking of which, uh, speaking of art over graphics, uh, did you check out the Bloodborne PSX remake? Oh yeah, the PS One remake. Yeah, no, it's it's it looks really cool. Um, it, it I dude, I saw an Elden Ring remake, like little trailer animation. I thought that looked amazing too. For some reason, it was like very nostalgic. Uh, and Bloodborne's as well. It was like it was like really weird, like really cool to see that, like how they how they did that, and it worked well from what I heard. It like works well for the type of game. Yeah, like, on PS4. like I, yeah, Gee, imagine, man, holy shit, goddamn, that sounds really cool. Um, I I will say though, for the D make the like sound direction is a bit weird. Like it, it's like, uh, it, it's a bit it, it's a bit weird to me. Like the eight bit sort of of crush noise. I mean, yeah, it's a PS One you know? game. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. No, I yeah, I I get that. Yeah, but it, it's still it's still like a weird experience. It's like that's not how that should sound. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, man. 
it just sounds different and that, maybe that's a good thing i uh, to the people who did that demake it amazing job you guys did fucking awesome honestly uh yeah bloodborne 2 man there are rumors of bloodborne 2 coming out as well i don't know if you know that but i've heard a lot of speculation about bloodborne 2 um being developed that's just me uh that's just on my end i don't know how many people have seen that or, or heard about that but i think it's pretty interesting to think about definitely i haven't heard about it but it's it's not that it can't be on the table um i'm yeah. really hoping, i think blood oh i'm really hoping that they revive armored core though like i'm i'm actually crossing my fingers about that i like Please, please, please revive Armored Core. I am hoping for you, man. I've never played the game. I, I, I try it out, but um, I, I think I'm digging the Souls formula. That's, that's just me. I'm, I'm digging it. I, I like it. I'd like to see them change it up eventually, but like, it's, it's, uh, it's good so far. Honestly, um, if you're used to playing Dark Souls and like the type of game that it is, it's actually quite similar to Armored Core. Oh seriously? Well, yeah. I mean, you uh, you customize your mech or your character with different weapons and builds and stuff, and it doesn't hold your hand. You go do missions, and uh, maybe you're not collecting souls, but like if you uh, succeed in a mission, you get like money back. Uh, if you don't, you still have to pay like the money for your ammo and. Uh, maintenance for your bot everything it's basically mm. like what if it was dark souls but instance based wow mission based okay no that's pretty cool hmm. I, I might give it a shot uh when is it oh well you don't, you don't know you said it's it's a rumor it's a right rumor now right it's like it's, yeah it's a rumor okay but um okay. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna revive like um an old like fun fact uh i think it was armored core I think it was four or five. I forget. But when it came out, it was kind of a joke how um, the uh, best way to play the game was to take your PlayStation 5 controller and literally hold it backwards with the buttons facing away from you and hold it that way. What? Oh, dude. Somebody was telling me kind of something like sort of similar to that where it was like uh, it was in one of the near games. Well, yeah, like a dragon something game, uh, but it was from the same developer, uh, where like it was like a fucking boss that you had to fight, and you had to be a literal musical genius to fucking beat it. I forget which one it was, but that, that I don't know why, but that reminded me of it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, not I necessarily know about that the same boss. thing. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really it's basically here's the great part about it, right? So in the um game Dragon Guard. Uh, okay, yeah, Dragon yeah, Guard. Dragon Guard. Yeah. Uh, there's this, um, you might be more familiar with, uh, which one was it? The newest one. The one with the uh, girl with the uh, flower in her eye. Might, I think it might be Dragon Guard 4, I think. But, Wait, the flower in her eye? Yeah, yeah, there's the main character. It's some uh, some girl. She has like a, a flower for one of her eyes. But anyways, the okay. last boss, spoilers by the way, um, is basically a rhythm game. Like, there's a boss in the middle, and you're, like, this dragon flying around it, and it'll, like, release these rings, and you have to, like, press a button to release your own ring just as it touches you, um, <laughs> or else you just die. Yeah, and here's the fun ridiculous. bit. Uh, near the end, um, you start, like, fading away 
into like a cutscene, your characters start talking like it's like the end, right? Uh, and then the screen is going black. But you're actually still playing. You're still in the boss fight. You can still die. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Like, I heard that and I was like, okay, that's a literal fuck you so hard boss that it's almost impossible. Like, literally, like, literally, to the fact that you have to be an actual musical genius for, like, as, uh, somebody who has good timing with rhythm and shit like that, like, you have to do that is so stupid. You so basically are not allowed to, like, um, do it based on vision alone. You have to listen to, um, when <laughs> things are happening in the game uh because oh, like even during the fight uh about uh, after the halfway point the camera starts going wild and like you're not going to be uh very easily going to see when they like uh try to attack you or anything and then especially near the end when they fucking just fade the screen to black oh here's this last note by the way you you can die if any of these touch you yeah, fuck that, dude. That sounds so horrible. I can only imagine the five people who beat that fucking boss when it came out. It was great. Like, how, I would highly encourage anyone to been. check out the game. It's honestly kind of kind of a bad game, but the story is great. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's the thing, man. I, I think the story for most of these games are really good. The gameplay is a bit lacking, but I think I think the story is a very good story. Um, just overall, and by the way, all these fucking games, dude, they, like, correlate together, even, like, this fucking mobile app, and then some, some raid in Final Fantasy fourteen, <laughs> all correlate somehow to the near, it's weird, dude, it's such a weird way to tell a story, but oh, it's, like, Oh, you want me so to talk much. about the Taroverse? The Yoko Taroverse? <laughs> Fuck, no, man, I hit, my head can't wrap around it, my head can't wrap around it, dude. It's like so much. There's like a there's like a play about it. Yep. There's a fucking. If you want like... to get the full story, <laughs> there's the Dragon Guard games. There's the Near games. Uh, but then there's also like an audio drama. There's a play. There's books. There's <laughs> like, and these are not just the story, but in different forms. This is like all one continuous like track that you have to follow. Yeah, there's like there's like there's like hints of it in like different anime movies and shit like that it's like why why is it yeah and the guy the creator himself said something along the lines of i'm not gonna put i'm not going to put like my like the word near on something that's not canon you know what i mean did he say so that? it's like literally yeah he did and everything that that fucking name touches is canon to the actual story and it's fucking ridiculous dude it's so ridiculous man yeah, great story though. It has a great overarching story. It's just you have to do so much to figure it out. It's so, it's so crazy, man. How the fuck do they fund all this? A play about it? I mean, hints of it in like movies. It I imagine funding a play is much cheaper than funding game oh, development. Oh, funding a movie or a movie. Oh yeah, most likely. Yeah, I I would agree there. Yeah, for sure. But god damn, dude. Like you you've got to be. Apparently, the full story was written out completely. I don't know if you knew that, but, like, it, it's all written out. They just need the money to fund the games. Apparently, that's the thing. Uh, but, but yeah, that guy that guy is hated by Square Enix, and he hates them, too. So, I don't know. Great games. I actually want to go back and play near, near Automata again. I think I might, honestly. Yeah, remember when he, um, I remember that guy 
when they were he was promoting what was it uh near automata there's that video mm-hmm. of him like oh, at the very it, end yeah. of like the trailer or something for it him promoting like the t-shirt he's just rolling on the ground going, oh, yeah fuck square enix, fuck fuck square enix. yeah yeah i remember that that shit was funny you know that guy's a cool he's a cool guy um pretty funny He's a, he's he's a pretty funny goofy so, fucking dude. Eccentric. I've never met somebody with such a hatred for a game company they work for. Uh that says it out loud, but uh, you know, they, he makes cool he makes cool games, so whatever, fuck it. Square Enix is the um, publisher. Is the what? Publisher. Oh, is the publisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the fucking publisher. Holy shit, yeah. No, it's the publisher. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. The publisher. I've never seen somebody hate up the fucking publisher so fucking much, man. I'm pretty sure Jesus everyone Christ. hates their publisher. I secretly, yeah, but I don't know anybody who's like out like <laughs> saying it out loud like that, you know what I mean? Just straight up. All right. Well, do you have any last minute topics that you want to talk about? Um Oh man, what could we talk about? We got we got Dark Souls, we've got Elden Ring on the table, we got Nier on the table now. Yeah, we talked a lot about video games this this week. Well, yeah, that's what I do. I just play video games. <laughs> we are gamers. We are gamers. gamers. Uh, I am afraid to the say we are gamers. <laughs> no, sorry, the most oppressed, the most oppressed uh, community <laughs> in the world. Uh, gamers, us gamers. Which you know what is arguable is arguable. Like fucking <laughs> game companies. <laughs> Do you hear the way game companies just fucking rail on gamers, dude? They're like, it's your fault that the game was fucking bad. It's like Jesus Christ, man. We just want a good game. Come on, dude. Like, why do you think so many people are going back and playing these older games? It's because they just had way more fun with them than they do with the newer ones. It's like everything's so formulaic now. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous, dude. Now I'm playing Dota. You guys have got me playing fucking Dota. Seriously. Fucking silly. Well, it's kind of why we have, like, uh, communities centered around, like, these, uh, these like, auteur type of game developer people. Like Kojima, Yoko Taro. Yeah. Now Miyazaki oh, from yeah. Dark Souls, of course. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really sad because, like, these guys are, aren't young, you know? And, and a lot of a lot of them... Well, okay, they are Japanese, though. So Japanese people live for, like, 200 years or something like that. They're not made of the same, like, electrons and uh, quarks as us. So I, I don't know. I don't know. They they live for, like, 200 years. So those guys could probably be pushing out games for an extra, like, 100 years or some shit like that. Right? They're, they're ridiculous. Um, but it, it's going to be sad, like, when it comes to a point where, like, where me and you are, like, fucking 60 years old and, and these guys are no longer with us and Dark Souls just turns to shit. And we're going to be those guys who are like, dude, this is not like how it used to be. And like these fucking kids are going to be like, dude, it's the new age. Shut the fuck up, losers. And it's like, damn, man. I remember fucking Elden Ring like 30 years ago was amazing. Fuck off. I don't know, man. It's going to it's gonna be sad whenever those times like hit us. We're like, damn fuck we're actually like 50 years old and games are a totally different thing now like i don't i don't know i don't know it's something weird to think about it's not like really like an existential thing it's more so like uh damn this is this is sad games are games are changing they're gonna change yeah this is hopefully gonna be some new shit so and good shit yeah some new good shit it'll happen 
new good shit. Yeah, hopefully we can meet our waifus in VR, guys. <laughs> Stand for the let's let's fucking get it. Let's let's pressure Japan into making VR <laughs> waifu games for all you weeaboos out there. Let's get it, guys. Let's fucking go. Hey, look, they're getting no. there, man. I just they I just came back there. from watching a virtual AR concert. Yeah. That's great. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Fun thing crazy. about virtual concerts, you can buy your tickets after they've already uh been done. You buy your tickets? How much was it? How much was it? I forget. I'm so curious. A bunch. It was Wait, like $150. Don't you lie to me. I don't know. I actually don't know. But for a VR concert, that's cr- kind of crazy. Yeah. Some, some All right, of you well, uh, people listening, maybe you know what I'm talking about. Um, but if not, then uh, be surprised. Uh, it was 5,500 yen or 55 bucks, basically. Oh, dude. <laughs> you had me fucking scared. You said 5,000. I was like, there's no way. 100 this bucks if you wanted five... to attend all the days. I was going to say, there's no way this man spent $5,000 on a V. I thought you were about to say $5,000. I'm not even kidding you. I was about to say $5,000. $5, Guys, I spent $5,000 on a VR VR concert to, just to see my waifu. Look, man. The- and she didn't even she didn't even let me she didn't even let me shake her fucking hand. Uh, I'd be sad. <laughs> $5,000 for what? For what? You get to see oh your God. anime waifu in 3D. That's pretty you know what? That's pretty cool. I think that's worth 5,000. <laughs> Did you hear about the Star Wars hotel at Disney by the way? I don't know if you know this, but there's a Star Wars hotel at Disney now, and it's like $5,000 for two nights. Yeah, Star Wars is part of Disney now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But $5,000, food not included in that, by the way. It's only your room. You can only It's only the room. Nothing else is included Oh. in that 5K that, yeah, no. Is it no? And is on it top like of that, on top of that, in Wonder or or Disneyland at least. Yeah, it's in Disneyland, and you have to pay to get into Disneyland so you can do the hotels. So on top of that, you're also spending an extra hundred dollars just to get into the hotel. So it's five thousand one hundred, and and don't even start start talking about the food cost. Look up what it looks like, by the way. It's not even like cool looking, the Star Wars hotel. It's not even cool. It's it's actually like really fucking gross looking. It, it almost looks like it almost looks kind of depressing if I can be real. Like it looks like a prison. I would hate to wake up into this, man. Oh, it, it's like one of those spaceship rooms. Yeah, it looks really really off-putting. Looks okay to me, honestly, but yeah, not not for $5,000. No, it's definitely not a $5,000. Oh, you get like a room. window that like makes it look like you're in space <laughs> it's a it's a monitor yeah that makes you look like you're in space but it, from what i can see it doesn't even look all that cool and like all the other amenities aren't like you have to like there's a gift shop there there's like you have to pay for your food like it, it's it's really dumb like i don't know who's going here and spending 5k to spend more money on this it's sad but i mean i get it for the experience right but it's like that is so much man that is so much money 
I don't think Although it's five thousand. Are... I'm looking up right now. Really, it says five thousand dollars. What are you looking at? Uh, starting from one thousand two hundred nine per guest per night, or All right. or five thousand. So they... Okay, not five thousand, but four thousand eight hundred for the voyage total. I don't know what that means. All right, Disney is struggling to fill a hundred room five thousand dollar star hotel. Okay, yeah. Now there star is a five thousand dollar cost, but it's for something called the okay. voyage total. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what the fuck? It looks like there's these bunk beds as well on top of the weird... Okay, so Disney, uh, Hype Star Wars, Galactic, Star Cruiser Hotel, which only has 100 rooms, is not even close to selling out. Disney's availability calendar shows. Oh, I know what the... Guests who check okay. the start, start planning your voyage page will nearly pick their dates throughout the second half of 2022, almost every day in August. Okay, I don't give a shit about that. That's boring. Uh, okay, so experience open March 1st for a two adults starting price of about is about 5,000 for three adults and one child. It's nearly 6,000. Oh, okay. Wait, okay. sorry. The 5,000 is like basically for like a week. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah it's, okay. Well, that's... it's like a thousand two hundred uh, per guest per night, two guests per cabin, and then 4,000. 800 for the voyage total so that's like about a week uh or three guests per cabin two adults one child 889 or 5299 for the voyage total so that's like yeah about about a week uh and same thing okay. for the, the the forecast for whatever that which is like six thousand and i'm like yeah okay so the, the that five thousand price tag is for you to do this Star Wars adventure thing for a week, and here's your room. That sounds miserable. Yeah. <laughs> like what? How much? How much? How much activity can they do in one week? Like how many activities can they do for one week? I don't know. I don't know what what takes place in the Star Wars voyage, but um, basically, if you're a rich family and you you have kids that are really into Star Wars. Yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah, rich people are going to eat this. But if, from what I can tell, it doesn't look like very many people are buying it. It's like too much. I mean, yeah, this is a, this I is th a luxury I still, I still think, item. I still do think, I still do think 5000 a week is far too much, given the fact that Disneyland food fucking sucks ass. I mean, you're going there for, like, a trip, right? You're not living there, I assume. Yeah, I guess that's fair. That being said, yeah, that's, that's super expensive. There's no way. But uh, also yeah. because it's like the newest hot shit, right? Like it's going to be expensive because they know people want to oh, yeah, do the fair. newest shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Disney. Damn you, Disney. Fuck you. Ugh. Oh, yeah, here it is. Damn. The hotel is being billed as an immersive experience by Disney. Uh, since uh, hence the higher prices um, you book you don't just book a room for a night but you go on a journey where you travel to the Star Wars planet and back okay and all the guests basically stay in one of the 100 cabins so basically you're you're like role-playing that you've gone on this ship with like all the other guests and you're like I don't know uh, you're, you're, you're just basically role-playing that you're on a spaceship with everyone. You paid to be on a spaceship for, like, a week. Imagine somebody who keeps, like, constantly renewing their, like, little, 
they're a week past. Those they're just spending way more money than they can handle just to stay there. That'd be the ultimate form of escapism, honestly. Would it be? Yeah. I don't know. You're you're you literally yeah, paying uh, everyone around you to pretend that you're literally going off to another world. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. You never get to see. I feel like anyone would go mad here for like more than like a month, just like seeing the same role play over and over and over and over and over. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's a cool idea, right? I think it's a cool idea, but Disney just has a a just a bad track record when it comes to rides and shit like that. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't have. Uh, I haven't exactly gone to a lot of Disneyland's in my life, but. I mean, I think I went once. Uh, the rides were okay. They're amusement park rides. I don't know. I don't know what else I can say about them. <laughs> they're fun. Yeah, they're all right. They're, they're cool-ish. It's just that I hate fucking waiting. The one thing I'm looking forward to once I turn 21 is Butterbeer from Universal Studio, Universal uh, Universal Parks. That's the one I'm looking forward to. But you can make that at home. I don't know if anybody knows it. It's, it's literally like cream soda and like what... Um, uh, rum, I think, or yeah, I think it's butterbeer. Fuck, I can't even. I can't. I can't think right now. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Disney. Disney makes a new park. It's like five thousand dollars for a week, maybe like a thousand. So I think I still think a thousand dollars per guest is a fuck ton of money. But uh, yeah, no, it's um, it's kind of absurd. Yeah, who would have thought? Anyway, do you want to wrap? All right, have we uh, have we wrapped up? How long have we been here? It's about forty five minutes. We're forty five minutes in. Oh yeah, do you got some something else? Um, all I've got to say is, please, 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 if you want to support the podcast even more, check us out on our Discord. Well, the community Discord that we have. I'll link that in the description of the podcast, so you guys can go check that out. Um. And yeah, I guess. Do you have any anything you want to say, Gunbuster? Like any plans you have moving forward? Like, do you are you interested in content creation? Do you, I mean, it's just up to you. Like, would you want any, to shout anything out? Oh yeah, anything? absolutely. If people want to check out more of my work, you can check me out on that channel. I don't have that Twitter. I don't have and that okay. Twitch. I don't have. <laughs> awesome. I'm okay, actually, I'm not content creator. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> one day, all right, one guys. Day. One of these years. One of these years. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was great having you, and thank you all for listening. Um, yeah. See you guys in the next episode. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs>